Central Ohio is a hub of businesses, nonprofit, and social enterprise organizations, large and small, all connected by the experiences we share and the stories we tell. Your BBB is excited to showcase businesses who are working every day to build trust and support our communities. BBB SparkCast is where we will learn from these local entrepreneurs firsthand. Hello listeners, and thanks for joining us for this episode of BBB SparkCast. My name is Jordan, the Content and Communications Coordinator with your BBB. Today I am here with Mike Rudd, a partner at Hutchison Media Consultants and creator of the adventure and travel site Hashtag 59. Mike is an author and has also helped businesses through sports marketing, radio sales, crowdfunding, and product design for 12 plus years by building ideas from the ground up. How are you doing today, Mike? I'm amazing. How are you doing, Jordan? <laughs> I'm doing great. Good. Glad that you're doing amazing. <laughs> um, a few episodes ago, I actually sat down with Jim Pontius from Hutchison Media, and he mentioned his partner. He was an awesome marketer and recently wrote a book. And I was thinking, how do I not know this person? Uh, but we actually met soon after, and we've had a lot of great conversations about marketing since. Absolutely. <laughs> Jim is a, a great partner and great person and loves supporting him, and he loves talking you guys up. In fact, he talks to everybody about the BBB. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, that's really sweet. That's good to know. Uh, so do you want to talk more about your newest book and what you do with Marketing Fun with Mike? Yeah, absolutely. Marketing Fun with Mike started as a personal, personal blog and personal brand when I was at the radio station 97.1 The Fan five or about 10 years ago. I wanted to do something a little different than what all the other media salespeople were doing out there. So I started writing a blog around marketing to be able to give marketing tips. And it actually evolved and has grown into my own personal brand, kind of by accident, I think. But really, when I look at it on purpose, in a way as well. What my new book was about, though, was the passionate marketing revolution. And that's what I coined what's happening right now with businesses and what businesses should and need to do with their marketing and business strategies in order to not only to either be founded, to start, to grow to where they want to be, or to, if they're struggling, to be able to stay alive and make shifts. And what the passionate marketing revolution in three sentences is, if anybody went to college in marketing or business, we were taught the four P's of marketing, which is product, place, price, and promotion. And when I look at what a business is doing for marketing now, the really good ones, those things are all secondary and ancillary pieces to their marketing strategy. And what I'm talking to people about is not those things first off. We're not going in, okay, the marketing strategy is going to be around your $8.99 product and let's talk about all its product features and then how we're slashing prices. That's not really a marketing strategy. That's a commodity cost-saving strategy for a consumer. So what I realized is I talk about people and purpose and how to utilize profit in a different way than most people and companies believe. So the passion marketing revolution is instead of four P's of marketing, you have seven P's of marketing, which is the original four, which I revamp and give a nice little facelift to mm -hmm. in each of the 
sections of the book, and then I incorporate in three new P's, which is people and purpose, which are the two most important ones mm -hmm. for a marketing strategy, and then finally, profit and how you can view profit in a way in which most people don't. Very cool. All right. And your book's on Amazon, right? Yeah. It's on Amazon or you can get it off my website. All right. Yeah. Awesome. So today's topic is establishing a personal brand, which I feel that you do really well and that it's a hard thing. <laughs> Thank really you. Is. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> so my first question would be, do you ever find self-promotion difficult? And if you struggle with it, how do you get past that? Mm, that's a really interesting question because it, it is. People often think personal brand means I have to go out there and talk about how awesome I am. Mm -hmm. And that's really not what having a personal brand is about. Having a personal brand, you don't even, you don't need to talk about yourself or put photos of yourself out there. You need to talk about what value you're cre creating for the world. In my case, it's, I could not even have my face on my website and I just use examples of great companies focusing on people and purpose in their business strategies and how that is them living the passionate marketing revolution. So from the self-promotion standpoint, it doesn't have to be about you. It can be about what you're doing and what value you're creating out there in the world. Personally, I've never struggled with that because I'm not just talking about how awesome I am. And I think that's where like self, people go to self-promotion. Mm -hmm. But self-promotion is really just about telling and sharing the story of the value you're creating. And Seth Godin talks about if he would be in charge of high schools and colleges now, which I would love, is the focus on all we have to do is teach people how to solve problems or be leaders. Everything else can be picked up. We can all start to understand math or be taught accounting in any shape or form. But if we can solve problems and be leaders out there in the world, then everything can run well from both a global economy and down to a hyper-local economy. And I think if you focus on that, that is your self-promotion. Good advice. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you on every social media channel? And can you talk a little bit more about your social strategy? Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm not. And I think you and I touched on this before we actually started recording was you can't be all things to all people. Mm -hmm. And to be quite honest, I don't want to be. There's not enough time in the day for one person to be on every single social media channel. Gary Vaynerchuk has a strategy that he recommends for people to grow their Instagram accounts, which really works. But if you really do it the way Gary talks about doing it, it would take you three hours a day oh, wow. to work on it. <laughs> That's great if, if you're just doing Instagram. Mm -hmm. or, but if you really think about it, if you're spending three hours a day doing that, you don't have time to do seven other channels. Mm -hmm. My social strategy is, and it, it, I will say it comes and it goes depending on what kind of content we're talking about and content we're creating. I let Facebook kind of go away for a while until it became really efficient to boost posts, run ads, and just let my authentic self run free on that for a while. Right now I'm focusing on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Okay. Twitter is, to be honest, I think it, it has an opportunity. I do share things on Twitter. I also 
retweet things, but it's really a place for my content. I don't, I wouldn't say I'm spending a lot of time out there actively trying to connect with people on that. It's really a place for my content, mm -hmm. I guess would be a, a good way to describe it. So I try to really focus on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And what my social strategy looks like is a combination of sharing my content, sharing the events that I'm putting out there in the world, and then sharing what other people are doing in the passionate marketing revolution. So to give some people some examples, this week on my Facebook page, I did a, I shared the back of my t-shirt from Earth Day Columbus and showed how they had a great quote from Bob Ross on the back of their shirts and how they got the community together in, I don't know, how many Earth Day cleanups were there in Columbus? Probably 200. A lot, yeah. Yeah, a lot. And I shared that and what a great job they did and how they were utilizing people and purpose to create something special. I, today I wrote a blog promoting next week's Marketing Mastery Club on Facebook ads and I shared that. Last Friday, I shared a post from one of my clients on something that they were doing. So that's, that's kind of what my social strategy looks like. And it, I try to keep it very tight in that it all goes back to people employing, working on, strategizing with the passion of marketing revolution. On your social channels, uh, how did you go about building a following and what challenges did you face? Mm. Slow and steady yeah. <laughs> wins the race, mm -hmm. I think. LinkedIn, I've been on LinkedIn since I was 22, I'm 35 now, and it's just, I connect with people, and it's both from various events, my connections in the community. You build a social channel, though, of strong connections by being out and about and doing things off of your phone and off of the computer, I think. That's and then that's a way to connect on a different way and connect on a different level, to be honest with you. It, it really, the strongest connections happen when you take them offline. And I think that's, and what, so what does that look like? That is, if you're in, if you're in business, if you're in, let's say you're in the health and wellness industry, let's just throw that out there, and you're trying to actively grow your business. Well, you probably are gonna be speaking to people at some point, so you probably need to be in a Toastmasters club. You should definitely be a member of the BBB and connecting with you guys at your events and talking to those people. You should probably be, if you're in health and wellness industry, hopefully you take care of yourself and you're in a running club or a CrossFit club or you're a member at a yoga studio and you're connecting with all of those people. You probably go to a couple conferences around the country. When you go to on a vacation, you're probably doing a meetup for a hiking club. And you're, so you're connecting with all these people all the time, and then hopefully you're doing it in an authentic, non-slimy way where you can then go back and connect with them online in a way that will be able to create an ongoing relationship. All right, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> 
um, I feel like that gives you more of a personality too, that you're going out and doing things and connecting with people and then showing that on social media. That yeah, for sure. Online all the time, but actually having conversations and trying new things. I, I look at it block, blocks of time that I try to schedule out. If I, if I have 45 minutes to connect and grow on Instagram, that's great. But then after that, I'm done. As opposed, people I think try to, they're constantly half going at being online. Mm -hmm. And I prefer to be online for short, strong periods of time, creating content or connecting with people, and then jumping off and being completely off. I don't even get emails on my phone. Wow. Yeah, I know. People often <laughs> gasp, of. <laughs> I know, and they wonder how I survive. Because I think the real work gets done off of email. Very cool. So. Um, and we've talked about email before, and I know you feel pretty strongly about email as a marketing strategy. So yeah. um, can you talk about connecting uh, with people through email marketing and your brand, and a little more about that? Yeah, I, email marketing, I think, is the number one way in which you can connect and grow an online audience. It has to be done, though, in a way in which you're getting people to opt in. You've been to my mastery club. I pass around something, literally. Like, I don't just find out, oh, Jordan was there. I'm going to now email her. Mm -hmm. you, you have to have people opt in both online or offline. The reason why email is so important, though, is the average person over the course of two or three years will flip-flop through social media channels, try new ones out, and then still maybe have active accounts, but basically be non-existent mm -hmm. on those social media channels. The average number of emails that people switch and change and stop checking and using is so much dramatically lower mm -hmm. than that, and that's why email is so important. People often jump out at that though and think, wait, email? Nobody opens my emails. Stop focusing on the 75% of people that don't open your emails and start focusing on creating this magical experience for the 25% of people that do open your emails is what I think. And if you can focus on that, the half glass full model instead of the half glass empty, you have an opportunity to really connect and grow. If you look at every large-scale online entrepreneur from Lewis Howes to Marie Forleo to Chris Brogan, every single one of them will, without a doubt, first thing out of their mouth right now is, it's great to have a social media presence and it's great to be out there with people. They make all their money off of email marketing. That's where, that's where it's at. And a lot of companies are doing themselves a disservice by either doing bad email marketing or no email marketing at all. Or they're doing really good email marketing and they're frustrated because, going back to that, they're, all they're focused on is the people that don't open their emails. Mm -hmm. Instead, have joy and bliss about the people that are opening your emails. Yeah, I love that. It's a good way to look at it. <laughs> I feel like you're a very authentic person um, from the few times that we've talked in this conversation right now. Uh, do you think that authenticity is key when creating a personal brand and pushing it out into the world? Or is there a, a bit of like a built persona that goes into it? It's authenticity. Mm -hmm. You have to be yourself. 
when I dressed up in a hot dog costume for 31 days in hot dog month four years ago and did 31 YouTube videos on how to say hot dog in 31 different languages, that wasn't to a strategy to like get more YouTube followers. That was me thinking this is a pretty funny thing I can do for content and it'll probably be hilarious. And as a result of that, I gained YouTube followers. Yes, there, there is no built-in persona. Just be yourself, solve problems, be a leader, be kind, and give value. And you gotta be tight with what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You can't be all over the place with that. Good, good advice for sure. Thanks. <laughs> um, what other advice would you give to someone who is starting a business or has a blog or anything like that who wants to start building and maintaining a following and establishing their personal brand? Okay. There's, from a marketing standpoint, you there's four things. You have to have a content strategy of some sort, which is a blog like you mentioned, or a vlog or a podcast, some type of even you could even focus on long form content on Instagram or Facebook. You have to have some type of content. You then have to have a social media strategy where you're actually out there connecting with people online and not just going on Instagram and writing nice pic. If you're a landscape photographer and going on other landscape photographers and saying nice pic, you should come follow my stuff. That that's doesn't really work, in my opinion. So you need a social strategy, a content strategy. You need a beautiful website that is not focused on what you want it to be, but the user experience. That's something I see a lot where people miss is a beautiful end-to-end -end user experience for your website. How does that customer feel all the way through from beginning to end? If they get frustrated or if they have trouble navigating, they're most likely to leave. So that kind of falls under, I would, I would put that under your social mm -hmm. strategy though. So those two, three is grassroots, which is what I talked about earlier with if you're in the health and wellness, you're in a Toastmasters club, you're at a yoga or CrossFit studio, you're out there connecting with mm -hmm. people and then bringing those connections back online and then the online connections going out and being offline with those connections. And then fourth is your email marketing strategy. You need to have a sound, stable email marketing strategy. Awesome. That's uh, after you have an amazing product that people need. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm assuming you're already there at yeah, that point. Yeah. Well, those are all really, really great, simple takeaways. I feel like anyone can take and implement who's listening. Great. <laughs> um, so, Mike, thank you so much for coming in today and joining us on BBB SparkCast. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Uh, listeners, you can find out more by visiting marketingfunwithmike.com and following Marketing Fun with Mike on Facebook. Be sure to subscribe to BBB SparkCast so you don't miss out on the conversation. And if there's a topic that you'd like to hear about, Feel free to email us at podcast at centralohio.bbb.org. And we look forward to you joining us next time.